Welcome to the Indie Game Development Podcast. We tackle the challenges of indie game development head-on, from the technical to the emotional, and talk about the secrets to conquering self-doubt on your journey to crafting games that people will love. Subscribe so you never miss another episode, and if you haven't already, give us a rating and review so that this podcast gets shared with more people. We'd really, really appreciate it. Ready? Let's go. If you look at any of the most successful game developers, they all have one thing in common. I've been in the game development world for about seven years now as a hobbyist mostly, and in that time I've watched and learned from so many amazing developers that have reached really great levels of success, and every single one of them have mastered this skill. And then, on the opposite end of the spectrum, at least in terms of my history, there's me. I have tried and failed in game dev for a number of years now. I have spent years being unfocused and unable to successfully get all of those ideas that I have in my head out and into a completed game project. I felt like I knew how to make a game, in theory at least, but none of my projects ever got finished. I blamed everything and everyone but myself for not being able to be a successful game developer. I blamed my job, my life circumstances, the never-ending to-do lists, the lack of hours in the day, and even the fact that I'm a dad and a husband. And it's safe to say that I did not have this one skill mastered. And after several years without really going anywhere in the industry with nothing to show for it except for a few Game Jam entries, I decided that it was time to figure out what the heck my problem was. Am I even capable of making it as a game developer? Is it all just a pipe dream? Or could I make it work if I just figured out why I haven't been successful in the past? Pipe dream or not, this was my dream, and if there was a way, I wanted to find it. The idea of being stuck in finance for the rest of my life, wondering if I could have made it, was far scarier to me than giving up entirely. So based on my years of learning from people that are far more successful than me, I made a list of what I knew was needed to really make it as a game developer. So what are some of those things? Well, one is you have to be willing to learn all the time. This is an ever-evolving industry with tools and trends constantly changing, and so you have to be adaptable and willing to take the time to find the answers when you get stuck because you will eventually get stuck on something. You have to learn to motivate yourself because things get hard. Making games, as many of you know if you're listening, it's not always fun. There are really shitty parts and parts that are super boring. <coughs> UI. So even if game development is your passion, there are going to be many, many tasks that are less than enjoyable for you, and those tasks need to get done too. As an indie, you have to be able to juggle multiple roles and wear many different hats at all times. Artist, programmer, marketer, playtester, designer, social media manager, and much, much more. You need to constantly be creative and come up with new and fun ideas to make your game stand out in a sea of games. 10,696 games were released on Steam in 2021, which makes it more important than ever to have a unique idea and keep yourself in that creative zone. You have to have really thick skin. It's not really an easy thing to do to put your heart and your blood, sweat, and tears into something for the world to see and then to have them tell you what's wrong with it. But learning to take criticism as really valuable feedback will not only make you more resilient, but it will improve your game as well. Getting feedback is vital to your success, and good constructive feedback will help you make your game as good as it can possibly be. 
I mentioned one critical skill and we're going to get to that one critical skill in just a minute. But first, let's talk about why it's so hard to work on and finish a game in the first place. How is it that you can want to make a game so badly and yet it never gets done? And what can you do about it? Maybe you feel like you aren't good enough yet. You just need to learn a little bit more. And once you consider yourself a better programmer or a better artist, then you'll be able to make a game, right? I call this tutorial purgatory, and I think a lot of us get stuck in this place. And I know that I certainly did. No amount of tutorials is ever going to prepare you fully to make a game, though. At some point, you kind of just have to jump in and get your feet wet. For me, entering a game jam was a really good launching point into being confident enough to start making games on my own. Maybe you don't have enough time, you have kids or a full-time job, or just you feel like you have too much on your plate and so you just don't have the time or the energy to make your game right now. And this is a valid problem that I've definitely let hold me back in the past. As a parent who had a full-time job when I started game development, I've just kind of realized that the time is never going to be perfect. And sometimes an hour here and there when you can squeeze it in is all you can manage. But if you don't make your game a priority and make some time for it, doesn't matter how busy your schedule is, you got to make some time for it. If you can't do that, it's just never going to get finished. Maybe you're not feeling inspired and you really only like to work on creative stuff when you're in that kind of flow and all the ideas are just pouring in where it's almost like this adrenaline rush of ideas, but you've got the game dev version of writer's block and so right now you're kind of just waiting for that to pass. I find it really hard when ideas are not flowing as well, but I've also learned to schedule time to sit down and focus on my game anyway and give it the time and attention that it needs to get things moving again. Game dev is a process, right? Making games is a process. And somewhere along the way, problems start to come up during that process. In the beginning, it's a lot of fun. You get your amazing idea together and you get your character in there with the main mechanics and you have some stuff happening on screen. When you're new, this is really, really exciting. Everything's coming together quickly and it's really, really super exciting. But give it enough time and you reach a point where there's a lot of grinding to be done. It goes from fun to a grind at some points. Things take longer and the results are not immediately reflected back to you as progress on the screen. You iterate by testing, tweaking, and evaluating, and then you repeat that cycle. So really, game development is a long game, right? That's the reality. You have an idea in your mind and it'll generally take months, if not years, more realistically, depending on your idea, in order to actually turn that idea into a real game that you can play that somewhat resembles how you pictured it in your mind. When you're making games, it's almost like you are making a movie. There are dozens of moving pieces that need to come together to make it an experience that is fun for people to play or makes them feel whatever emotion you're wanting them to feel. The point is there are a lot of bumps on the road to finding success in game development and you need a weapon to get past all of those. The one skill that all successful developers seem to have mastered. And I'm talking about, the, this is the one thing, right? I'm talking about self-discipline. Now I have learned that there is a key trait you need to have to develop strong self-discipline. And learning this is what gave me the confidence to sell my house to fund going full-time with game development despite all my past failures, and we'll get into that soon. Full disclosure, by the way, I am by no means an expert. I'm just sharing what I've learned from my own past failures and experiences. Eric Barone worked on Stardew Valley for five 
years, five years, he went through severe depression. His family constantly questioned his decisions. He consecutively spent thousands of hours drawing and redrawing pixel art for the game. Now, that is a guy who has a serious amount of self-discipline. And I'm not the kind of person that believes you need to grind and sacrifice sleep and weekends and all that stuff in order to make your game. That's not the solution we're looking for. But there is something to be said about having the discipline to do things you don't feel like doing and take actions on a consistent basis to keep your game progressing. Games require doing all kinds of shit you are not going to want to do. And there are people out there that are not going to understand why you're making one in the first place. It's very common. I see people that have family members that are not all that supportive of them making video games. And if you only work on your game when you feel like working on your game, you're probably never going to finish it because at some point in the process, it starts feeling a little less fun. There's this infatuation stage at the beginning, but that does not last forever, I promise you. So I'm just throwing that out there as a blanket statement because it is the truth. Whether you're doing it as a hobby or your full time, you need to make the time to sit down and do the work you said you were going to do, right? If this is something that you truly want to do, make games, you need to make it a priority for yourself. You want to be a game developer, then you owe it to yourself to give yourself the time you need to be able to make it. And you deserve the time too, by the way. If you only work on your game when you have the time, then I think this is just a matter of priority. If a med student only studied for their classes when they had time, then they wouldn't make a very good doctor. They make the time to study. They set aside the time, right? You want to be a game developer? Then you make time to make your game. Even if you're a parent, even if you have one or more jobs, even if your plate's already full, even if your spouse doesn't get it or someone else in your family doesn't get it, you deserve a little time for yourself to work on a game if that's what you really want to do. So make sure that you make that happen for yourself. And if you only work on your game when you're feeling inspired, then a little self-discipline could go a long way as well. Think about an athlete that dreams of competing in the Olympics. They have to train every single day to get their body in the best physical shape possible so that they might have a chance to compete in the Olympics one day. If they only train on days that they feel like going to the gym, then they're not going to be as physically fit as their competition, and they ultimately probably will not make it to the Olympics. So whether you dream of competing in the Olympics or dream of being a game developer, the path is the same. You need to have self-discipline to take actions even when you don't want to. Find that one step forward and take it consistently every chance you get. Looking at the big picture can be overwhelming, so keep figuring out what your next step forward is and check them off your list one by one. If you don't have a game idea yet, that's okay. You can hone your skills in some other way. Improve your coding skills, improve your art skills, work on a small like mini project to get the creative juices flowing, just start working. And if you have a game already in the works and you aren't feeling inspired particularly right now, there's probably a million things on your to-do list for that game that you can get done anyway. So when you're in this state, it might be worth tackling something that doesn't necessarily require you to be feeling inspired. <coughs> UI. So here are a few things that have helped me. No matter how many programming issues you come across that you cannot solve, ask for help if needed and keep trying in the meantime while you're waiting for a response. Game developers love to be helpful. Honestly, there's literally on Discord, on Reddit, on forums, there's no shortage of people out there willing to share their expertise and try their hand at solving your problem and 
Many times they will solve it and you'll probably learn something in the process. No matter how critical the feedback you get is, use it to improve your craft and know that they are not criticizing you. They're not criticizing you, just the work that you've produced. Your self-worth is not tied to your game, or, or it shouldn't be. And if you can separate the two, you will find constructive criticism to be extremely valuable. Think about it. If you were asked to list five things that would make playing your favorite game of all time, your favorite game more enjoyable, if you could list five things, could you come up with five suggestions? Do you think that you could come up with ideas to make the game better? You probably could, right? These critical comments are basically people telling you exactly how you can make your game even better, and you always have the option to ignore them if you disagree because it is your game and your vision. No matter how little time it seems like you have during the day, make a little window of time for your game. And if that does not work out, then just adjust your plan and try again the next day. Life can get busy, but if you really want to make a game, do not deprive the world of your creativity by not making time to make it. So if you haven't figured it out already, the trait that you need to hone your self-discipline is just perseverance. You persevere no matter how many times you fail. You take action even when you do not feel inspired. You do your best. You fail. You pick yourself up. You learn from your mistakes and you fucking try again. If you love this episode and you haven't already left a rating and review, please consider doing that now. It really helps the podcast grow and reach more awesome people like yourself. Thank you so much.